1: Welcome back to Light the Fight. This is the DMs. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised how many times people say to me, what is a DM? So I'm just, I think we just need to pause for well, a I'm surprised moment. you didn't
0: comment on my weird fighting noises I just made, like from Street Fighter. You said, light the fight. And I was like, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I don't play Street Fighter, so I have oh. no idea what you're even talking about.
0: Okay, you may proceed.
1: Maybe I'll let you talk. Maybe I'll let you teach me what that is in just a second.
0: <laughs> I think I just had an epiphany. I don't think anyone's laughing at my jokes when I make another. I just realized that I'm like, how many people out there really got? Oh, you get, oh, you get Street Fighter. Like, I think I'm. I apologize to our listeners for cracking jokes. That if you understand that joke, then you miss classes in college like me to play video games. And that wasn't healthy. Is so. it?
1: Just tell me this: Is it one of the video games that was like on a home video game thing, or did you have to go to like an arcade? It was like a stand-up one.
0: Both. It started in the arcade, and then once technology came around, <laughs> Street Fighter. Street Fighter is a pretty legendary game throughout the years. And um, moving on.
1: Okay. This <laughs> is this. I think this is going to come up in this topic because. Okay. So first of all, those of you who are. Don't know what a DM is. And there's some confusion about this sometimes. And so if you do, forgive me for just a second. But DM stands for direct message, which is a way that you can communicate on social media is sending somebody a direct message through maybe through Facebook or through Twitter or through Instagram or whatever. It's just a quick and easy down and dirty way that you can send a message to somebody without having to get their number or their email address or whatever. So... This is when you, the listener, get the opportunity to send your question into David, and we, the audience,
0: they're sending into both of us. Let's let's okay. Time out. It's going to be November, so we're going to make a new thing for Heidi. It's appreciation of what you've learned and how far you've come, and so this is going to be a. (laughs) A month of detox of devaluing yourself. So in the month of November, Heidi <laughs> is not allowed is to devalue herself. This is
1: really herself. hard. This is really Okay. Hard. For
0: the first week of the month of November, <laughs> let's start realistic expectations here. No, let's do a full month where you're not allowed to devalue yourself, at least on the podcast. So they're going to send their messages into us. Team. We're going to answer the questions. Team meaning me and you. The producer's not answering questions. So It's, it's me and you. <laughs> okay.
1: okay. Okay. Got it.
0: And the things you say
1: count. Okay. <laughs> as ridiculous
0: as they may be.
1: <laughs> and, wait, that and, probably and wasn't
0: the best way to motivate you. Okay. And... <laughs> ba- re- back up. Your things count and they're not always ridiculous. All right. that oh, okay. sense. okay. 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 And I think we're going to start with that. So no shame instead of no shave, no shame November no for sh- Heidi Swatt.
1: Okay. I like it. No
0: shame November. Hashtag no shame November.
1: Okay. I like it. This is big. I'm going to, I'm going to try really hard. It's hard. Okay, sorry. Anyway, here you get the opportunity to send us, Team Light the Fight, your question, whatever may be keeping you up at night, or you might even be talking about it amongst your friends as you're going on walks, what on your carpals to yoga, whatever your questions are, you get to send them into to us and we weigh in on them. And so this particular question has come in a myriad of different forms. and
0: We had to take like 20 questions and smash them all into one because this this was a common one. This is a
1: common question. And it is something that we talk a lot about. And um, so here's the basic gist of the question. Fundamentally, we say, David says something often, which is, if you want to have influence on your teen... You have to let them have influence on you first, which fundamentally means that you have to create a space of co-influencing happening, influencing happening in between you and your child. So the question here is, how do you let that happen? How do you let your child influence you so that you can come and be an influence on them. So how do you start? How do you go first? Which is a fundamental um, truth at Light the Fight podcast is go first. So how do you allow your child to influence you? That's the question.
0: Well, that's such a good question. I'm going to confer to my colleague, Heidi, since it's (laughs) no shame November. (laughs) And I'm going to have her weigh in on some of her thoughts because, you know, I mean, in reality, you've had to work on this. And this is something that you've made a lot of efforts. This is something you've tried. Sometimes you failed. Sometimes you've connected with your kids, allowed them to influence you. Um, Heidi does a lot better at posing the questions, dropping them, walking away, and then analyzing whether my answer makes sense or not.
1: I like that better. Yep.
0: Safer, yes. And
1: then I like to just, you know, add my two cents.
0: Definitely safer, but you doing this podcast doesn't really scream safety. So <laughs> <True>. and comfort. <laughs> <laughs> so in seriousness, I, I I want you to think about the the question or the multitude of questions that we kind of brought. We kind of had to whittle it down to that's the core of a lot of people that have a similar question. What do you think are some of the things that you found that's worked for you? to be able to allow your kids to influence you first because what you're saying i talk about it but i didn't make it up it's just a universal law i've said this before in previous podcasts but i heard this um trying to remember what doctor i heard this from a one of the psychologists whatever i follow throughout the years and he said the definition of power is the ability to influence another human being and the only long-lasting influence by the way there's lots of influences intimidation um, blackmail,
1: celebrities, <laughs>
0: celebrity status, good looks, you know, all these things to try to get people to do what you want to do. But the only long lasting one where people actually want to follow you and they want to be influenced by you is you got to make their thoughts, feelings, and opinions of it the highest priority and concern to you first and allow those things to weigh on you and have influence on you. Then by this magic of the universe, once you've let that person know for a good space and time that you're all in on trying to understand where they're coming from, you're trying to connect with them, trying to find common ground, trying to trying to relate to their experiences, then when it's your turn to talk and when it's your turn to share some of the things that you think they should do or is important for, for you to see happen, they just kind of got to listen a little bit better. It's just something about it. The example I always use is, If someone pays for your lunch, that's a friend of yours that, because you forgot your lunch or you forgot your wallet, the next day you go to lunch, what do you do? You say, hey, let me get lunch today because you bought mine the other day. You know, you owe it to that person. And even though it may not be the same lunch place, maybe yours is more expensive (laughs) that you have to pay for, for them. You just kind of know. This is the rules of the game. You know, like uh, in dating, there's uh, there's uh, the guy code and there's the girl code. Like, okay, if I date someone, you don't try to hook up or date that guy right during, while I'm dating them or right after I'm dating <laughs> them or preferably never. Right. And we just have these unspoken rules. And I think that really is an unspoken rule between most human beings. Now, it's not always followed. Sometimes a friend goes, oh, well, I'm really broke. Sorry. Sorry. But the majority of the time we want to repay the person for giving us our need first. And that's what this is. It's allowing someone to go first to influence you. And then once they have felt confident that their influence is, is significant on you and it's you're considering it, you may not agree in everything. Then when it's your turn, it's just so much easier. It falls so much softer. Whatever you gotta say to them, even if it's something they don't agree with and something they don't like, these are how healthy debates happen. And I think our world or society, definitely our families. I can speak more to that. Our families are in need of more healthy debates, but healthy debates can't happen if there's not a trusted relationship that the person that's trying to influence you is just trying to share where they're coming from. They're not trying to change you as a person.
1: Yeah, so, I I agree. So you Did just, I buy you
0: enough time to think of an answer? Yeah. Cuz that's what I was really trying to do.
1: Well, I will say the word that came to my mind is Listen.
0: I thought you were going to say Ask Jeeves.
1: Is (laughs) what?
0: Ask Jeeves, you know what Ask Jeeves is? No. Ask Siri later. Okay. (laughs) Or Ask Siri. Basically, it's just like, you know, you have questions. It's just a site where you ask random questions. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Wait, was that an inappropriate thing I just said?
1: Ask Jeeves?
0: I only used it one time a long time ago. Someone says Ask Jeeves, and they pull up on Google... I may be speaking out of turn. Hopefully, it's not something here. Producer, Google that because we may have to cut this out of the episode. I don't <laughs> think it's technically – it's kind of like some of those places where it can be used for bad things, but hopefully – let me see what our okay. producer says here. Ask Jeeves is now, ask Jeeves, or is now ask.com, which is a common group. Ask.com. Okay. We're safe. It's just just asking questions. Okay.
1: <laughs> so you said the word healthy debate, and – what kind of came to my mind is listening. And I think I would take it one step further. And I'm going to go back and hopefully you guys will know what I'm talking about. But there was this movie, um, I don't know how many years ago, plus 10 years ago called Failure to Launch by with Sarah Jessica Jessica Parker and Matthew McConaughey. Right. And in this movie.
0: And his dad was Fran Targenton, the famous NFL football coach. Right, right, yeah. right. Or yep. famous NFL. Uh, and
1: the lady from like. Yeah, quarterback. Silence. Not silence. Wait, was it
0: Fran Targanton or the other blonde? It was the Steelers quarterback. Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw. Terry he, Bradshaw was, that was it. he was the dad. Yeah, he was so the dad. Yeah.
1: What's happening in this show? As unrealistic as it is that Matthew McConaughey cannot launch from out of his parents' house um his parents hire a girl to actually date him and get him to fall in love with her and ideally launch out of the house and then i guess she in theory would break up with them or something like that so this is her business is that she goes and dates awkward guys. Imagine if that
0: was real how cold hard <laughs> that be have some beautiful woman that's playing this role and she's the perfect girl. Uh anyways, so go ahead. So she
1: is inter- she's sitting down the, the parents are interviewing her and she's telling them the basic steps of how to get her kid to lunch. And she's telling them that the the first step in gaining the the kids the the boys trust is that he, she lets him teach her something and
0: I already feel this is a clip for an ex-parenting seminar so coming
1: <laughs> so in this case there was multiple things that she was letting this guy teach her in order to gain trust
0: and guys love that too and they're an expert on something they get to impress girls come on that's that's innate in our it's biology ultimate, as men
1: right men's like oh let
0: me show you how to do this I'm pretty amazing
1: well, I could have went pro <laughs> right and so like he takes her paintballing he takes her sailing he takes her rock he just thinks she's the
0: coolest chick in the world oh yeah because she
1: just wants to
0: (laughs) he gets to show off
1: she just wants to do all these things and he's a hero in everything yes and so there's a real lesson here for parents parents i think we're always naturally the ones that are teaching our kids we're teaching them how to clean the bathroom isn't that fun we're teaching them how they need to sweep right. We're teaching them how to load the dishwasher right, how to fold their clothes. We're teaching them all the time, and we're expecting them to learn.
0: Why do and... you have to pick out all the things I don't do
1: in your example? Was
0: that personal? <laughs>
1: that, was, that was, you know, I got a little note from your wife.
0: Anyways, no. onward.
1: <laughs> onward. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is that um, we are expecting our kids to learn and then do it that yeah. way. So it makes sense that in order to, like, if we want to gain our kids' trust to let them teach us something, and frankly, parents, we have to admit that there's a lot of things about their lives we don't know, we don't understand. I think that this, and and I actually brought this up when I went and spoke to a middle school recently, and I said to these kids Offer to teach your, if you want to connect to your parents, offer to teach them something. Your parents are surely struggling on their phone with something. There's an app they don't get. There's an acronym they don't understand. There's There's a feature that they are completely lost on. Teach them. Give them that opportunity to learn. Um. I encourage them to even teach their parents what it feels like to be in high school or to be in, in middle school right now. What does it feel like to walk in the hall? Explain that to them because they don't get it. They don't know. They might think that they know, but they don't know. So here's my, you know, if, if you wanted my recommendation, um, my kids like to teach me dance moves. If you follow me on Instagram. Watch
0: me a whip watch me nae
1: <laughs> well now it's watch the kiki dance whip. it's the kiki dance do you know the kiki dance
0: well of course but that's not even like that's a little let's get so old now so this is but, what we yeah. need
1: is we need to get yeah. david doing the kiki dance yeah so, see,
0: i talk to teens all the time every day i'm i'm up to date i'm on point usually really, there's a couple of things that's It's impressive
1: slide by. it's impressive so ask your kids to teach you I, apparently the kiki dance is old Fun now, dance moves. frankly
0: yeah
1: it is um but i just learned it so you know there's always those little things that are cropping up on um, social media that you could let them teach. Let them teach you how to play a video game and then let them kick your butt at it.
0: Or you may not have to let them. Then you just do it.
1: (laughs) Um, You know, let them teach you how to braid. Let them teach you how to make slime.
0: And it doesn't matter if you already know how to do this or not. Play dumb, play naive, and allow them to show you.
1: You know, my kids love, what for whatever reason, my kids love to lay in my bed. They like to lay in my spot in my bed, which is actually really annoying because I really like kind of my spot for... Anyway, they love to lay in my bed and show me... Memes and viral videos. It is their favorite thing, And I don't have the same sense of humor in memes and viral videos as them. And they don't think any of the memes that I think are funny about laundry and yoga pants. they, they don't just don't think that we just have the same sense of humor. And so I end up learning a lot when they show me the videos and memes that they think are funny. Um, and then I try to laugh (laughs) or I say that is wildly inappropriate. Get that off your phone and you're blocked. Give me your phone. No, (laughs) um, anyway, that, that's what I think has, has helped me a lot in connecting with my kids
0: you know in past podcasts we we've touched upon this subject um in in different ways you know we've talked about things like the less you know the more they can learn and it's just illustrating the same point where like Heidi was just saying that first of all people have to learn to be the like how to be the master of their own mess and they need confidence they need courage to try different outside the box things to figure out problems we can't just keep on using the same solution, like cut and paste for every single problem. You can't just think happy thoughts every time you have a bad day. You know, there's no like silver bullet where you can just like, oh, if I just do this, it's it's a blanket solution for everything. And so when we're giving our kids the opportunity to show us something, what we're doing is we're actually allowing them to practice for the game. Hmm. Some people have heard things like, you always want the, the practices to be harder than the game. Meaning, practices, if done right, um, should be very challenging, should put yourself in a very uncomfortable, very precarious positions that aren't easy for you to handle and deal with in preparation for the stress that comes with solving problems in real life. So, for example... Football practice, they make it really hard because the game's going to be really hard. So you try to make it to equal that, or maybe if you can, make it even harder. So with your kids, giving them the opportunity to teach you something or to be a master of something, we're changing the power pendulum from they know us as master and they are servant. Now they're the master and we're serving them, but not serving them in the same manner of like we're doing everything they want us to do we're serving their attention. We're giving them the spotlight. We're giving them a chance to feel like what it is to be a person in power, a person that has influence, and a person that has meaningful knowledge and information. You can do this with little kids at a very young age. My daughter's really like, dad, okay, you don't know this, but like, hey, let me, let me teach you this. Sometimes I'm like, damn, I didn't know that. Like, <laughs> She was actually very correct. Sometimes she, I do know exactly what she's talking about. I've had this weird feeling to like, oh, Son well, I know how to do that. Instead, I play dumb and I go, huh. I go, how'd you learn how to do that? Where, where, where'd you learn this? She's like, oh, I just know these things. Like, she'll the bet If you want to do this simply for just to hear some good comebacks from your kids, you'll get that. But what you're doing is you're giving them practice for the game. And what is the game? Life.
1: Well, Capri loves to watch life hack videos on YouTube. So she, I guess she'd watched a bunch of life hacks on packing. And she knew I had a trip coming up, so she came in and she's like, "Mom, threw everything I in a sheet,
0: you. wrapped it up, and somehow it was organized."
1: <laughs> <laughs> she like had all of these. She's like, "This is going to be so great for you." And even though I didn't really take on any of the hacks, man, she really felt like she was bringing me some, you you know, super valuable information. Um, so I think that it it is fun. Kids are really hungry for knowledge they're seeking knowledge um if your kid has a phone a smartphone there's a good chance they're like researching stuff and checking stuff out whether it's on youtube or pinterest they're curious find out what they're what they're learning ask them to teach you and um and take ask them board. for help
0: for things that you don't know as well maybe they don't know what you need like what answers you need but maybe they could find it a lot quicker and a lot easier and, and even if you can find it, give them an opportunity to help you things. If you're asking your kids for help with things in a very um, specific way, like you're doing intentionally, when you're a parent like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to do this. I need my kids' help. And they come and help you. You're like, okay, thank you. They bailed me out. That's not a lesson you're teaching them. You just needed help. <laughs> and they needed to give that help to you so you could move on. But if you're setting this up where you're constantly looking for ways that they could do things for you, even if you could do it, you're just giving them the opportunity to be a partner in you solving a problem, it gets them more comfortable with being a partner in problem solving. Now when it's their turn where they have a problem and now you're their partner, they've already had more experience working with you to solve problems because you're asking them to help you with problems. Now this is different than a problem like you're stressed and you want the house clean. We're not talking about chores. We're not talking about the typical things that are parent-child relationship things.
1: We're talking about trying to find a show on Netflix and getting it to airplay through the Apple TV and having problems searching because you can't work that stupid remote. Honestly. This is... Yeah. (laughs) These are problems. These are my problems.
0: (laughs) These are huge problems. But no, I mean, it's... Anytime you can give your kids... I say it pretty often. Everyone needs reps. If you want to get better at something, you need reps at it. So are we helping our kids get reps in knowing how disappointed we are in them? Or are we helping them also have opportunities where they get to figure out things that impress us that we couldn't do on our own? We are left blown away and they're walking away with extra confidence feeling like they're the man or woman and they got a little swagger to them. The latter is the one that we always... Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you can't criticize your kids. You can't, you know, be hard on them when necessary. I'm saying try to find spots so that you're not the person that's only criticizing and you're not asking for them to be creative.
1: So once this happens, once you give them that chance to teach you, you know, then you you can proceed to the next step on failure to launch, which I can't even remember what the next step is, but... Well,
0: it's basic. It's a, ba- it's a basic concept. How, we just naturally feel indebted to someone, like I said earlier, that yeah, helps us out. And I like that. When someone helps us out, we're like, okay, I owe them a solid. I owe them one. Well, if your kids feel like they're doing things for you and you owe them one, well, then maybe at a time where you normally would freak out because they're being a kid or a teenager, you can repay them back because they influenced you. And now you want to return that f- favor. Meaning they actually helped you out with something. They took the time to share with you something and a partner up with you in something. Now you can return the favor next time because that really leaves you feeling like you want to repay them and you want to show them that you're thankful for their help and their support. Well, and you're That's never, the basis of a partnership one-on-one.
1: You're never going to be on even playing ground with your kids, right? Yeah, of course not. But you can find common ground. Well, and how many this is that common ground? Yeah, how
0: many partners are equal percentage owners of the company? A lot of times they're not. There's bits right. and pieces spread around. If it's a public company, lots of people own it. So having ownership is still better than just being, being an employee. employee, if you think that you have a chance to have a seat at the table, a chance to have influence over the people who were your superiors. That's a happy, happy day when people are listening to what you have to say.
1: Yeah, for sure. So
0: Wait, hold on a second. You answered the question, and I just added some little extra glitter.
1: It was good glitter.
0: I put a little rhinestones, bedazzle a little bit. I'm old school. <laughs> I like to go with the country flavor.
1: Well, thank you for giving me that opportunity to share my failure to lunch lesson. Um. I really don't believe that Matthew McConaughey needed that from Sir Jessica Parker. Um, well, but at that time, his career good... <laughs> needed
0: another chick flick because that's all he was doing for a really long that's time. True. <laughs>
1: that's true.
0: You got to keep those checks coming that's in, true. man. So
1: we're going to- Those
0: Hollywood mansions don't pay for themselves.
1: <laughs> I'm going to work on um, my no shame November. I think that's a good tagline. I think we could all maybe take- on. Well, this on men
0: have no shave November- yeah. And I don't know if I that would be a good thing for girls, that. no shave November. <laughs> okay. I, I don't think that's a thing. Hopefully it's not. Um, but men have no shave November. Why can't women have no shame November?
1: I think we could all have no shame November. Well, yeah. I mean,
0: or yeah, exactly. All of a sudden. I don't know why yeah. I said women.
1: Yeah. So, well, i I will tell you that I know that this absolutely works. So give it a try. Look for ways that you can let your kids influence you and have fun with it Um, because your your family is – your home is a happier place when people are having fun. And when there is fun happening, there is more connection. Fun is more connected than mad for sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Fun (laughs) and laughter creates a drug called dopamine. (laughs) Anger and frustration – Does not create any happy drugs.
1: (laughs) Just mad, mad people. So give it a try. Um, And as always, if you have a question for us, for Team Light the Fight, that I will also contribute my knowledge on, um, please send it to us in. Come to us in the DMs um, on Instagram, on Facebook. You could also send us, we have a form on our website, lightthefight.com. That's a great place where you can send it to us. And like I said, you can team up with friends, send in a group question, whatever um, is going on, we would love to hear from you. That feedback helps us um, helps us help you. Help me help you. <laughs> as another. Or in a breakup
0: scenario, it's not you, it's me. That's
1: right. (laughs) That's right. So um, we do love hearing from you. So thanks again for reaching out, all of you who had that question and um, keep them coming. So until next time, thanks for helping us to light the fight.